Hello, and welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers in instructional design and online learning development. I'm your host, Crystal Harper. I'm a former school teacher who transitioned to instructional design, all while working full-time as a single mom. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer without the burden of earning another degree? Well, then let's get started. This training is going to help you with all the struggles that you may be facing as a beginner in instructional design. So during our time together, I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step instructional design process. This is just actionable information you can use to effectively create online courses. You will learn how to build a solid foundation for your e-learning course, how to set goals for your course and achieve them, and how to plan and organize all the components for your online course. There are three main topics that we're going to be discussing. The first is how to determine the needs of your learners in an e-learning course, which will help you set a strong foundation for an online course. Number two, you'll learn how to set effective course goals and learning objectives. And the third thing that we're going to be talking about today is I'll provide you with the next 12 weeks of planning for an e-learning course. So I hope all that content sounds okay for you. So the first thing I want you to do is take some time and think about what it is that you're struggling with. Why are you here? Why do you want to learn how to design an online course? Are you new to instructional design or creating courses? Or are you just needing to brush up on your skills? Do you feel all alone, like you don't have any help? Where do you feel slow right now, like you just can't get over the hump? But regardless of what is holding us back, maybe personal limitations, whatever it is, every one of us can do a few things to strap a rocket on our instructional design skills and succeed faster. In fact, if you don't do what I'm about to tell you in this presentation, I can almost guarantee that your progress will be slower than it should be. So what's the first step in designing an online course? What do you think is the first step of the instructional design process? The first step in the instructional design process is to determine the needs of your learners in an e-learning course. Analyzing your learners from the very beginning will help you set a strong foundation for any type of e-learning course. It's essential to understand who you're designing your course for, such as the knowledge that they're bringing to the topic, learning characteristics, previous experiences with the topic, and attitudes they may have towards the topic. So you may be wondering, what exactly is a learner analysis and how do I complete one? A learner analysis is important to help shape and guide instruction, as well as determine how instruction should be designed. A learner analysis can reveal important variables that may affect the learner, and this needs to be addressed during the design and delivery process. Learner analysis results provide you, the designer, with information about key learner characteristics, including prior and prerequisite skills. The information should be used to design appropriate instructional strategies and assessment methods that fit the learner. The learner analysis process involves three main steps. Number one is identifying and describing key characteristics of your learner population. Number two is applying techniques for acquiring additional information about the learner population if necessary. And number three is analyzing learner characteristics and determining implications for instructional design, delivery, and evaluation. 
So why is this important? Why should you even analyze your learners? People often believe that they know their learners well enough to design effective instruction, but in order to develop an innovative e-learning environment that utilizes a variety of resources, it's often necessary to gather data about your learners' needs and interests as well as key contextual factors. Understanding your learners is a significant factor in designing an online course. The course needs to be designed to support and engage your learners. Conducting a learner analysis can help make a course more productive and effective, as well as increase motivation in your students. Instructional designers often don't know much about the target learners, nor do they necessarily know the instructional setting for which they're designing the training. Therefore, a learner analysis is critical for identifying and describing key learner factors that may affect the design of instruction. A learner analysis is important to help shape and guide instruction as well as determine how instruction should be designed. A learner analysis can reveal important variables that may affect the learner analysis and must be addressed during the design and delivery process. This knowledge allows you to tailor your instructional design and delivery approaches to better meet the needs of your learners. Learner analysis results provide information about key learner characteristics, including prior prerequisite skills. The information will be used to design appropriate instructional strategies and assessment methods that fit your learners. The better you understand your learners' needs, the easier it is to create engaging and motivating learner experiences. Furthermore, by considering how different they learn, can ensure they develop lessons and evaluations that address the various needs of multiple learners. So next we're going to talk about what you should include in your learner analysis. The aspects that should be included in a learner analysis includes entry behaviors, prior knowledge of the topic, attitudes, general academic motivation, educational and ability level, and learning styles. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, I will teach you about all these aspects in more detail, as well as techniques to acquire the data and how to use your acquired data to conduct your learner analysis. Conducting a learner analysis may seem tricky, but it's well worth it in the long run. This essential first step will help you to understand your learner's needs, and that will lead you to creating more robust and engaging e-learning content, which in turn creates more awesome e-learning courses. A learner analysis makes the e-learner feel like they're part of their own learning journey right from the start, meaning they feel empowered, and you get to really understand what drives them. I guarantee you that you will succeed faster if you focus on your learners first. Then build your course around the results you get from your learner analysis. All of your data should then be compiled into a report that can be used by team members during the design phase of the process, which begins with determining course goals and objectives. One of the biggest challenges that all instructional designers or course creators face is the challenge of effectively communicating their message both verbally and visually. In order to successfully speak to your learners through the written and visual elements that you've chosen, you need to clearly understand your target audience. By analyzing your learners, you will be able to collect all of the necessary data to create engaging e-learning courses that effectively communicate your instructional design strategies. Ask what your learner preferences are and create your course around those preferences. When I first started out in designing online courses, I skipped this important first step. 
I had never thought of analyzing my students when I was teaching face-to-face. -face. So the whole idea seemed like it was just a waste of time. But after learning how important it is to create content that's tailored towards specific needs and interests, I learned in my graduate studies at UCF that the courses I was designing were not nearly as engaging and effective for the learners that they could be. A learner analysis ensures that the learner benefits from a productive learning environment that can leave a lasting impact on their lifelong learning. So remember, the better you understand your learner's needs, the easier it is to create engaging and motivating learning experiences. This is not just theory, it's backed up by statistics of which instructional designers succeed and which ones fail. I've seen it over and over again in my e-learning and instructional design for beginners members courses. When you think learners first, success happens. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you will learn everything you need to know about conducting an analysis on your learners. In the community, I teach you a variety of techniques for acquiring your data, as well as how to utilize all the data gathered from your analysis. So the second thing we're going to talk about today is how to set goals for your course and achieve them. So after you've completed a learner analysis and have a very clear picture of your students, you're now ready for the next step in the instructional design process. Your next step is to make sure your learners reach the desired learner destination. And how is this done? By creating clear goals and objectives that move your learners towards the goal in a specific and measurable way. However, successfully writing goals and learning objectives is not always as easy as it may seem. One of the biggest instructional design challenges is to design and develop e-learning courses that are properly aligned with the learning objectives and at the same time interactive and engaging. In order to write clear learning objectives, you must first clearly define a goal statement for your course. Writing your goal statement down will help you not only get a clear idea of where to start and what outline to follow, but it'll also help you not lose focus with respect to your goals throughout the design and development phase. So what's the difference between learning goals and learning objectives? Designers need to have a clear, distinct understanding between learning objectives and goals. Your course goal is the broad skill or skills that is the ultimate desired outcome. The learning objectives then break down the primary course goal so that there are smaller, specific goals to follow. You want to cover the fundamental points or create a step-by-step -step process that helps the learners reach the ultimate goal. You need to use learning objectives as part of your overall course design to guide your learners through the entire learning experience. But in this step of the instructional design process, you will either need to define a goal statement or verify the accuracy and appropriateness of your goal statement, and then analyze the goal and identify key components of your goal. The secret to instructional design e-learning success is not only setting goals, but setting the right goals. In order to achieve the required results, understanding the difference between the different types of goals and when each is appropriate to use is very important. Clarifying goals since the beginning will impact your course content and the way it's structured and developed. Besides, if you don't design with the right type of goals in mind, the e-learning course will just be a waste of time and money. Setting goals for the entire course helps you define the purpose of the course, where it fits in with other courses, the learning levels you're trying to target, and what skills and knowledge you're trying to give to your learners.
If the goal is unclear, subsequent planning can become unclear and your learners may have difficulties discerning the overall purpose of the instruction. It's also important to determine what your target learners must know and be able to perform the goal. Remember, you will succeed faster if you complete a goal analysis in the beginning of designing your online course. The goal analysis process will ensure that you've determined the major steps necessary to complete your goal and that you account for these steps in your instruction. The results of a goal analysis will help you define the scope and sequence of your instruction, including the number, nature, and sequence of instructional units or modules that need to be contained in your online course. Your goal statement may be derived from a list of goals, from practical experience from someone else who is already delivering instruction, or from other requirements for new instruction. Setting goals gives us a real roadmap to where we want to go. And it's the same when we provide goals to our learners. Learning goals are the heart of course design, and they need to be made clear in the planning stage. Now, the scope of your instructional goal will determine the amount of instruction that will be necessary to achieve the goal. A relatively extensive goal may require a series of workshops or a semester of coursework to accomplish, but less extensive goals may take anywhere from a few hours to a few weeks to attain. Now let's discuss the key components of different types of goals. A short goal statement should include a brief description of the learner and targeted skills. But in contrast, a complete goal statement provides additional information about the performance context and the availability of the tools. But you need to note that the length of your statement has little to do with the scope of your instruction. A short goal statement is a description of the learner and what the learners will be able to do. And then an extended goal statement is a description of what the learner will be able to do and real life context in which the skills are to be applied and available tools for accomplishing the goals. Both statements are used to focus subsequent analyses. A complete goal statement may also be used as a course description for marketing purposes. Goals are long-term, broad and achievable, but not necessarily measurable. On the other hand, learning objectives are immediately linked to the expected outcomes, which are what we can expect learners to be able to do by the end of the online course. During the design phase, classification of the goal and related objectives help you determine the appropriate instructional strategies to promote your goal achievement. This will help you design assessments, guide the instruction, and determine whether goals have been achieved. The effectiveness of your design will correspond to whether you've accomplished explicit goals for your learners. Instructional goal statements should contain a clear statement of the learner outcome or outcomes and delimit the field of study. When developing a goal statement, attention should be given to the importance or relevance of the course by associating course content with authentic needs and or proficiencies. An instructional goal statement should be written in terms of what is expected from the students, painting a picture of what you want the learners to know and be able to do at the end of the course. Analysis of the goal includes the classification of the goal, and by either identifying the major steps to perform the goal 
or by identifying simple to complex versions of the whole task being performed in real life. A goal analysis diagram illustrates the relationship between the major steps or whole task examples. All of this sometimes gets a little confusing, but as you go, it gets much clearer. The purpose of a goal is to identify and communicate what the learners need to be able to do to accomplish the goal and to determine the scope and sequence of instructional units or the modules to be included in the online course. This information will be used when it comes time to identify the specific learning objectives for your online course. So I don't have time to go any further about goals. You do need to learn exactly how to classify, write, and analyze your course goals, as well as your course learning objectives. So remember, the better you understand your course goal or goals, the easier it is to write measurable learning objectives for your course and create an organized format for your entire online course. This is not only theory, it's backed up by statistics of which instructional designers succeed and which ones fail. When you write your course goals first, success happens. So again, why are you having trouble with creating a course? Because you're focusing on the wrong things. Your learners and your course goal need to be the focus. And then it's time to write your learning objectives but you must think goal first. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you'll learn everything you need to know about conducting a goal analysis. In the community, I teach you three ways to analyze your written goal statement, how to classify your goal statement using Gagne's five domains of learning, the ABCDs of writing learning objectives, and how to identify, cluster, and sequence your learning objectives for your online course. So you may be wondering, after conducting a learner analysis, a goal analysis, and written clearly measurable learning objectives, now what do you do? There are many more different aspects or components entailed in the process, and the last thing I'm going to teach you is a brief overview of the next steps that I recommend you follow. Whether new to e-learning or just brushing up on your skills, you will appreciate this solid overview of the development process, as well as these research-based instructional strategies. The plan that I'm about to show you will help you avoid costly mistakes on your next project, stay on track, and deliver relevant and engaging content that fits your learners and gets the job done. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you will learn about each of these steps in detail. When I first started creating e-learning courses, I had no idea what I was doing, and I certainly did not follow any type of development process. However, over the years, I've created a standard e-learning development process that I follow each time I create a new course or module. And while there are a lot of different methods and processes to e-learning development, I've found that my e-learning development process works best for me. The following steps will guide you through the remainder of the course development process. They'll push you to think deeply about the goals you're hoping to achieve, the audience you're targeting, and the ways you're going to create innovative and engaging learning experiences. Essentially, these steps will guide you through the entire development process from beginning to end and beyond. So the first four topics are all about keeping your e-learning students engaged. Once you have a clear understanding of your learners, course goals, and learning objectives, your next step will to begin selecting and evaluating the content. It's super important to select and evaluate all the materials that you plan to be including in your e-learning course. 
You need to make sure that the materials are both engaging and also align with the course learning objectives. Next, you need to know how to set clear instructor communication between the learners and the instructor at the very beginning of your e-learning course. You need to know how to apply these techniques so that you can set a strong communication with the learners. This foundation will be super important in keeping the students engaged and feel connected with the instructor from the very beginning. The learners should feel comfortable and know how to reach out to the instructor when they need help. You also need to understand how to provide the learners with strong student-to-student -student communication. Online courses often feel very isolating for learners. It's super important to provide them with a variety of opportunities to connect with one another. You also need to understand how to provide strong and effective feedback to your learners. The students need to be provided with detailed feedback on the assignments so that they know whether or not they are in track in the course. The next four topics are going to be all about assessing the learners. You need to understand how to create low stakes and formative assessments for the e-learning course. This is especially important so that the instructor can determine who in the course is actively engaging in the content on a regular basis. Next, you need to learn how to properly assess the students in groups and teams. This can sometimes be tricky in an online learning environment. You want to ensure that each of the learners are taking their part in these assignments. You also need to learn how to appropriately assess the learners using summative or high stakes testing. In e-learning, it's not usually appropriate to follow the same rules in a face-to-face -face course. Objective or multiple choice testing is not usually the best choice due to the physical barriers in an online learning environment. You also need to have a clear understanding of how to collect course evaluations from the learners. This will help the instructor gauge whether or not the content and assignments that are provided are being absorbed effectively and appropriately. Now the last four steps, you will learn how to enhance your instructional design skills with training strategies. First, you need to apply storytelling or story-based learning in the online course. You also need to apply scenario-based learning and case studies. These specific strategies are super engaging, especially for adult learning online courses. Gamification in online course is also a great idea. Gamification is a growing trend in e-learning and it's a great strategy for all ages in the online learning environment. Lastly, it's a great idea to include examples and demonstrations for the online learners. These strategies are great in helping your learners connect the materials with real life situations. So that's it. Those are the next 12 steps that I recommend you learn about in order to create engaging and interactive e-learning courses. The e-learning and instructional design for beginners community has training videos on each of these 12 steps discussed, as well as everything else that you will possibly need to know in designing an effective e-learning course from start to finish. Some of these other topics include podcasting, screencasting, virtual reality, various other instructional design models, how to create an e-portfolio, storyboarding, creating an online course syllabus, learning theories, how to design an instructional video, and much more. Remember, you will succeed faster if you follow a plan when designing an online course. You're going to need a process that allows you to meet that demand by creating numerous modules for your course. 
By following the straightforward process outlined in this training, you can have a smooth production process that's consistent and doesn't compromise quality. As time goes on, this process will become second nature to you and you'll only get faster. But most importantly, you'll realize that all of your hard work was worth it when you see that you've fostered a group of engaging learners that come to your instructors for knowledge time and time again. Okay, so now let's review what you learned in today's webinar. First, you learned why you need to determine the needs of your learners in an e-learning course, which will help you set a strong foundation for your online course. Next, you learned about setting effective course goals and that you need to turn those goals into further steps, which are also called learning objectives. Lastly, I provided you with a plan for your next 12 steps in developing an online course. So that's all I have for you today. If you have any questions at all about what was discussed in today's training or joining the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, please do not hesitate to contact me at crystal eteachonline.com. All right, now that wraps up this week's e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast episode. Now it's time for you to go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today. Remember, you don't have to earn another degree and get a formal education in order to become successful in the field of instructional design. That's why I started the e-learning and instructional design for beginners mastermind. I would love to have you as an e-learning and instructional design for beginners mastermind member. My program is a proven step-by-step process you can use for a successful career in instructional design and create online courses from scratch. I offer a free membership that gives you the tools and resources you need to successfully start a career in instructional design and e-learning. To learn more, go to eteachonline.com join.